Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Um, Happy New Year. Today's date is January 3rd, 2023. I'm Greg Messina. And if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments today. If you don't know who Jesus is, we do encourage you to get to know him today. I have to give you the bad news first. First, we're uh, all sinners. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. We deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. The good news is our debt or sins have been fully paid for by the finished work of Jesus Christ. He died for our sins, was buried, and was the only person who has risen from the dead in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe in your heart that this has happened and trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, uh, you are saved from eternal damnation. Now, you will be a new creature in Christ and start to live for him, not for yourself, not for the world. And uh, we do welcome back today Sister Leora Rosenberg. She has been with us on a number of uh, uh, uptimes and uh, has some exciting news to share with us today. Her YouTube channel is We Are End Time End Times Kingdom Ambassadors. Great name. Um, I would like to open up with our usual Uptime panel, and she is with us. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming back on Uptime. Glad to be back, brother, as always. Sister Leora, thank you for coming on with us. Appreciate thank it. you. God bless you. Welcome, everybody. It's great to have you back on. Today's verse of the day, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. That's Titus 2, 11 through 12. Amen. First of the day through uh, BibleGateway.com. Gentlemen, yeah. I hope, and uh, sisters in Christ, sister in Christ, I appreciate you coming on. Um, why don't we start with how everyone's New Year was and the last this past week let's start with that uh brother bob barber brother bob <laughs> barber <laughs> i think you should just make me hagen from now on <laughs> in the new year just hagen not robert hagen just hagen i vote for that too seriously uh, yeah <laughs> or just say robert or go ahead doc we'll just let it fly or just say doc for me whatever but I enjoyed being with my family. I just enjoyed being with my family. My wife was home. My kids were home. And, uh, yeah, um, I get I get free time. I try to watch us keep track of what's going on around uh, the world, you know. And, of course, as soon as the bell rang for 2023, a lot of things began happening, you know. A lot of things started popping in Israel and here in the United States. And now we have, uh, we have this big fight over who's going to be Speaker of the House, House of Representatives, a mess over there. And uh, a lot of other things happening with the New World Order. Um, you got they made an announcement today that they got SatanCon coming this year. Um, the guys yeah. want to go yeah. and visit that. Yeah. It's going to be in Boston, Massachusetts, around the end of April, and they're going to have time. all kinds of fun. Like they're going to have panels. <laughs> they're going to have a marketplace. They're going to have a wedding chapel. They're going to have discussions, presentations. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a great time. Uptime oh, getting a booth there, Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard the booth there. I heard the sh- I heard, <laughs> I heard that Sh- Schumer and Pelosi are going to be guest speakers. Oh, oh did yeah. I say that? Sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but the fact that's, that they call it Comic Con, yeah. you know, like Comic Con, yeah. you know, I've been to those things before. I like right. that stuff, you know. 
And yep, and yep. So a lot to talk about, even within the first few days of this year. It doesn't surprise me that it's in Massachusetts. Um, uh, it, it's just it's one of the most liberal, godless hotspots in, in the whole nation. So it does. It's not surprising they would they would start it there. Um, that's where a lot of colleges are too in Boston, right? I mean, there's a lot of um, a lot of wokeness going on over there, so it's it's pretty nasty. You either think Boston or San Francisco, right? I mean, it's probably one of, you, one of those two. But um, yeah, you're right. I mean, there was um, there was a lot of stuff that was popping off here. I mean, even the Temple Mount has started to heat up. Yeah. Um, you know, the, on the last uh, day or two. So um, yeah, I think that. 2023 is already starting out kind of like what we think it's going to be. And we, we, I think we all agree that we feel this year, however long we are here for uh, it, um, it's going to be a, a more vol. It's going to be volatile. It's going to be even more volatile than, than last year. Um, there'd be no surprise to us if things continued to go downhill um, even faster this year um, with Netanyahu going into power and forming a government there. Um, like I said, I think either last week or the week before, um, there's a strong possibility that this thing with Iran is ultimately going to boil over into something. And yeah. uh, I don't think it would surprise any of us if that happened. Um, and then, of course, here in the United States, <laughs> I mean, we've got uh, we've got so much division that even a party is divided so much that it can't. Um, elect uh, their speaker. So yeah, it is uh it the division is ramped up to a to to a boiling over point and now we're actually in get, this country's getting in unprecedented territory where um there's just this stalemate and there's going to have to be some type of compromise made which is interesting cuz it's it looks like it's probably going to have to be made between the two parties to come together and, 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 and figure out who they're going to vote for. And it's going to be all about math and figuring out exactly who they can do and, and, and what, and, and make a, make some kind of compromise. Cause it doesn't, it doesn't look like this is going to get settled on the, on the Republican side. So anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, aside from that though, I had some time off for the first time in over three years, I uh, consecutive days off. So that was, uh, oh. That was great. Yeah, it was 39 months since I had had more than two days off in a row, aside from weekends, of course. But um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good, pretty good, pretty good time. And and today I went back and uh, so kind of back already in the swing of things. And yeah, I'm excited to see where 2023 leads us. Yeah. It's amazing how much energy you have, as much stuff as you do. You know, what I was going to say about the, um, you know, the, would you say that uh, thing at Boston Satan Con or something? It's going to be Satan Con, yeah. Yeah. The uh, <clears throat> did you know <laughs> Satan Con? The fact um, that they called it that is just yeah. ridiculous. Just, what a bunch yeah. of losers! It's a dumb but name. The, um, but but you know that the colleges, many of these colleges were uh, founded as Christian institutions. Harvard, yeah. Princeton, right. Uh, a lot of them, and they, they've completely gone woke. Yeah. You know, uh, if you try to teach them, if you try to have a Bible club on a campus, no. But you can have, you can have these things where you have. Uh, I saw the thing for that so seances and and um, 
study groups too. So you can learn witchcraft in the proper way, you know? Um, but we, uh, we, no matter how things are looking and, you know, the acceleration of, of evil and negatives, there's still, we have a hope. Um, we're here to tell you that there is truth and there is a way to truth in life. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And, mm-hmm. and we're still, we're still, um, going at it, both barrels blazing. We're not going to slow down. Um, in fact, I think that the, the fields are white with harvest, Greg. And uh, Amen. and I know Leora feels the same way. I know that there's a lot of, I mean, when, when the, pre- when the pressure is on, when the pressure is on, you know, it's, um, it's really, it, it, it brings out the best in people who are fighting for the Lord Jesus Christ, I believe. So, amen. Well you know, said. Because we're all, uh, you know, we all have different talents and abilities that that we all need from each other. Mm. It's kind of an important thing. That's why. That's why it says the Lord uh, put the body fitly framed it together. You know, it wasn't haphazardly thrown. It was fitly framed. Mm. So, anyways, nice. yeah, Leora. It's the Leora. Please tell us how how was your New Year's, <clears throat> and uh, well, you know what? We'll 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 have you go right into your exciting news. So yeah, tell yeah, us wait here, wait here. tell us how how your New Year's was, and then we'll get right into your, your New Year's is great. Um, I don't really do anything for this New Year. I was in my pajamas and <laughs> watching a Hallmark movie and. You mean you weren't get, uh, getting uh, drunk in Times Square with uh, everyone else? And <laughs> no, <laughs> missing, the, I, missing the countdown. <laughs> no, um, I I pray, you know, during the day and at night. I was watching a Hallmark movie. All right. Yeah. Okay. So um, <clears throat> anyway, thank you for inviting me on, Greg. I do appreciate it. It's good to see all of you guys. Yeah. Um, Did your pajamas so, have? Huh? Do your pajamas have the feet as well? No, they were actually heart-shaped pajamas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't feet, I was gonna if it was feet, I was gonna ask if they were bunnies or something. Nope. Heart-shaped yeah. pajamas, black and white stripes, uh, socks, black and, and white stripes, Tinker Bell top made from Wally yeah. World. It wouldn't have worked with you, Kevin. Yeah. No. Uh, I've never been the type of person uh, I'm not a party girl, never have been Uh, I don't have to hang with the crowd Uh, I don't have to have a click Just me and the Lord And I'm good Nice You know, so um, Did you want me to share? Yes, please Okay So I'd like to kind of like take you Just a little bit back uh, Instead of just going right into What God has done So um, you know, I've been, as you guys know, I, I wear many hats. I've come out of law enforcement, not once, but twice. And the second time, um, wasn't as long because I got sick. Um, <clears throat> then of course I went back into security. I came out of that. The Lord brought me out of uh, security. I was a security site supervisor, uh, was there. And you know, the whole time I was there just as well as law enforcement, I was ministering to people about the Lord of salvation, about the gospel, about the end times. That's my first hat that I wear. Okay. And um, 
So last year, <clears throat> excuse me, the Lord brought me off of that job and I, um, it was a really bad job. Let me tell you guys, it was, it was pretty bad, but you know, I, I stuck it out because I knew that God had a plan for me there and a purpose. So anyway, um, I ended up going into doing my own armed security since I have a background, I have the training certificates and all of that. And <clears throat> I've done a little bit of that and then things kind of got slow, um, especially now like during the winter times and whatnot. And, but while I was um, doing that, um, I was seeking the Lord as to, okay, because he had already been telling me about, you know, taking me into uh, the acting industry. And I've done some acting, you know, in my past. I did some theater in school. I did modeling and, and things of that nature. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I have a little bit of uh, allergy. So sorry if you hear me clearing my throat. No so anyway, um, as things kind of got a little bit, so I really started seeking the Lord, you know, because he was giving me, now God speaks to me a lot through his word, but he also speaks to me a lot, as you guys know, through dreams and visions. And a lot of times, like when the Lord's talking to me, I hear his voice audibly. Okay. And as you know, a lot of times when God shows us something, you know, it's for a time and it's for a season. And so the Lord had been showing me about um, taking me into um, the whole acting arena. I actually had a dream that I had I had lost my wallet, but I was waiting for this train. And the Lord spoke to me in the dream and told me where to go find the wallet. And, and it was behind an entertainment center. That's where it was. And so when I woke up from that, I was like, okay, so God's, you know, he's really taking me into this industry, okay? Something that I've always wanted to do anyway and you know i'm a script writer and i've always been into like the whole superhero thing and whatever that's just my makeup so anyway um when the lord brought me home uh, at the end of this uh, previous year i started to seek the lord and i went on a three-day fast okay because i needed some kind of breakthrough i know you know a lot of times when god like he shows us things and he gives us promises, um, we become impatient or people think that we're crazy when we say, this is what the Lord has said to me. This is what the Lord has promised me. But because it's not happening in the eyes of other people, they think that it's never going to happen. But you know, because you're holding on to his promises. So I went on this three-day fast with these other brothers and sisters. And I can't remember if it was before. I know before, oh, it was after, after on the third day of the fast, the last day, that following morning on and Shabbat morning, Saturday morning, um, I woke up to a message from a, another friend of mine who is also a producer, writer, actor. And he had been asking me for my, um, my IMDb Pro, okay, which is what every actor on the face of the planet has, an IMDb Pro. And um, he wanted to forward all of my information and recommend me for a movie. Well, um, <clears throat> now, mind you, this is like the day after on my last day of my, my fast, that following uh, morning. And so when I woke up to this, I was kind of shocked, but I knew that this was like the beginning of breakthrough. And so I ended up talking to the casting director who's also Jewish, okay? Oy vey. Um, He's not saved yet. And as you notice, I'm saying yet, okay? 
but um we just started talking and we really kind of hit it off you know we were just talking about all kinds of you know jewish things and whatnot and um i i knew that god was going to use me in this man's life okay and he's going to use me and so he says to me i want you to choose the character that you want to play in this movie okay he was telling me about <coughs> excuse me the movie called david and yes it is a biblical it is a hollywood biblical movie um i'm gonna just look up on my screen here and just kind of tell you a little bit so we have director barry chase uh, writer is kyle cavalier we have a lot of producers um, my casting director, his name is David J. Paul. That's the one I was telling you guys about that I got in contact with. And so lo and behold, I, I told him, I says, okay, well, let me think about it. And, uh, let me just kind of think about what character I want. So I went into prayer and I was talking to God about it. And, um, I told him, I says, okay, I would like to cast as Abigail. And as you know, Abigail, um, she lived with a very mean husband. We can go into all of that, but I'm not going to. But as you know, God used King David to come and rescue or restore her. Okay. <clears throat> and he ended up marrying her. And therefore, you know the story. And so I was really relating to that because of my previous divorce. And then 12 years later, um, a previous relationship and just some other things in my life that I just related myself to. So anyway, um, ended up casting as Abigail. And so then he came back and he was like, I think he would be a perfect fit for Bathsheba. But he had already kind of given out um, kind of an invitation to, I guess, a pretty well-known actress for Bathsheba. And he was waiting on that. And lo and behold, you know, I said, you know what, God, it doesn't matter to me whether it's Bathsheba. I'm just not showing no skin. Okay. So um, the Lord cast me as Abigail. Okay. That's the, that's the part that I originally, you know, really wanted. <coughs> Excuse me. And so anyway, um, you know, I've been talking back and forth to to David and we have developed like a really, really good relationship. Now, um, I want to say this because and I haven't had permission to, you know, give out names or anything. But I want to say there is a particular ministry that has really been helping me and financially backing me up. Um, you know, I thank God for this ministry. <clears throat> I don't want to cry on set. <laughs> Because this ministry um, that has been helping me, <clears throat> this ministry um, has really been a blessing to me because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now. Because, uh, <clears throat> you know, God has had me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be. <clears throat> I'm just grateful. Okay. Very humble. God has gotten me back into uh, working out. You know, I teach on health and beauty and I had kind of let myself go because I was just really going through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And I won't even go into that, you know, and it's just when this door opened for me and God was showing me that doors were going to open and that he was going to bless me. And the Lord came to me in a dream and he says, I'm getting ready to exalt you. And I was like, okay, whatever that means. And so 
you know, this has really been humbling for me. And so anyway, what that did was it allowed me to get back into my, my working out my health regimens and really get back into like my, cause I have a, um, a health and beauty page on Facebook. And so I help women and men to achieve their goals in both health and beauty. Okay. And so, um, God has had me, he told me that you're in your Esther season, you know, her real name, Hadassah, Babylonian name, Esther. And so I've been doing all of these beauty scrubs and all of these different regimens and just working out and toning up and getting myself in shape for this movie. Okay. And one of the biggest reasons is because I have also um, been invited to be a part of other projects. And the Lord had just uh, visited me in my sleep, maybe like two or three weeks ago. And he said to me, he was showing me like all of these like movie cameras. Okay. And I fell back asleep and then I woke up and then I heard the father say to me, he said, you're getting ready to be called for movies, not just the movie, but movies. And he said, and the provision will be made. And so I got an email from the actual writer of uh, this movie called David. And um, as so as many others did, because we just got permission to start advertising, you know, the flyer and the movie. And, um, you know, he was saying in there how he wants us to be a part of future projects. But God has also opened another door for me um, with the casting director. And he said to me, as we were talking on the phone, he says, you know, I have other projects that are coming up. And he said, I want you to be a part of them. So I made it very clear to him. I don't do nudity. I don't do bad language. OK, that's not flying out of my mouth. And I definitely do not do horror movies, okay? So I have, as a woman of God, I have uh, lines that I, I will not cross, okay? I have standards and I have character. And there are a lot of people that look up to me, okay? Men, women, children, teenagers, uh, whether they are saved or whether they are not saved. And so I believe that our character says a lot as to who we are. And because of the fact I do wear a lot of hats, you know, and I've worn a lot of hats in the past, um, I've got to maintain, you know, my relationship with the Lord because number one, I do believe he's coming very soon for his bride. Okay. And so that means that I have to be ready. So it seems that God is, is, you know, he's uh, thrusting me out there. I was visited by an angel who told me, um, and this angel was beautiful. He was the color of rainbows which I didn't quite understand that because I had never seen um, an angel looking like a rainbow before, like the clothing. <clears throat> but he made it very clear to me. He's like, you know what? God's going to take care of you and your son. And so another thing about my son, um, his name is Joshua. And uh, he just turned 21 in August. And so I, um, the casting director was asking me, he's like, well, can you help me to cast, you know, some other people that you may know or whatever. So God had given me favor with this man to even help him. Okay. And so I ended up sending him my son's picture and he sent it to his assistant director and they came back and now they want to cast him. They have cast him as Jonathan. And you guys know who Jonathan was in the story of David, King David. So it's both me and my son. And so we're both like back in the gym and both working out and toning up and, you know, really and truly beefing up our, our healthy uh, regimens and, and beauty stuff, at least for me. 
So this is really, really exciting for me, you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm really humble. Um, and let me just say this on air, okay? I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, my Messiah. He is my first love. He is my everything. He is my all. And it is him that I run after. Okay, because a lot of times people look at actors and actresses and <clears throat> maybe like the parts that they play, but they don't really see the person behind the camera and really know the heart. So my heart Amen. is him first, everything else later. And, you know, that's even scripture because um, the Lord says, seek first his kingdom and then everything else will be added. So to say that and to end this, I'm saying is that. This is really big for me because it's opening up so many doors and they've already said that the red carpet is going to be off the charts. I'd like to invite you guys to the red carpet if you can. Um, and then also with my movie script, my superhero movie script, I will be taking that to Universal Studios in Florida, which is where we're going to be filming, I think, the majority of the movie. And so that script's going to be with me because I have a feeling from the dreams that God has given me and the visions that this may just be the place where um, that movie script is put into the hands of the right person. And then it just it goes from there, you know, and, and that's all if our Lord tarries, if he tarries, look, I'm working in the fields, I'm doing what I'm called to do and shining for him. And I give him all of the glory i give him all of the honor and all of the praise we know you do amen amen, amen. that's great Leora. Wow. that is uh, amazing really i mean yeah. truly amazing you can get in there now and uh yeah just show show god's glory right yeah. in that area in that space of hollywood and yes yeah. Oh, they're bringing in Hollywood actors. Um, they have Kevin Sorbo. If you guys remember Kevin Sorbo, he's already signed on to play sure. Saul. They have other actors that I can't say right now um, because they have to sign contracts. Um, they're talking about, I will say, Harrison Ford, which I really do like Harrison Ford. But there's other actors um, that have basically come on. And some of these actors I've known in um, like end time movies or Christian, you know, biblical movies. Um <clears throat> so, you know, it's a chance to be able to meet a lot of new people. And, you know, um, the Lord has recently shown me that as well, is that he's He's putting me on a, a totally different uh, team, okay, where I can shine his light, you know, because that's what it's about. And um, I believe I'm going to meet, like he's shown me, Robert Downey Jr. and a lot of people. Why? To shine forth his glory, his light, you know, he's coming. And when he comes and he snatches his bride off this earth, that's it. And so we have to work in these fields while there's still time. Amen. And God's giving you an opportunity to do that now yes. in that area. So that's amazing. Praise God. Praise God. Anyone else? That's a tough act to follow, man. <laughs> I think uh, oh, the one thing I like about it is that you like you were working el elsewhere, and then you had to leave it, and it was quick. I mean, because you were here when you um, a couple times ago, and then you yeah. were talking about it, and you're like, "Yeah, I got this new thing going on," yeah. and it was exciting. And you're like, I, "I'm going to make a difference there," and you probably did, but it, it was so short. You probably were like, "Why? Why is it so short?" And, and yeah. then. 
yet now you know. I love yeah, how I was there for a year. <clears throat> are you talking about the police uh, for yeah. the second time, or are you talking about yeah. secu the security? Uh, yeah. yeah um, yeah, and then I actually just recently tried to go back to that job, knowing better, because that's when the Lord said it was time to go. Because here I am trying to help God out, you know. Sure. And um, I'm going to tell you, God is so amazing. He gave me, the first day I went, like he had given me a dream that morning, okay? And the dream was uh, centered around, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah in the dream. And like nothing was working in the dream, like nothing. So I went there. Oh, my gosh, you guys, I was so stressed out. I started feeling that stress again. And I knew that they were going to probably try to put me back as supervisor over at the place that I didn't want to be. And so um, then I was supposed to go back on Wednesday because it was just like for two days, you know. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try and help the Lord out here. You know what I'm saying? And try and pull in some money and see what I can do. <laughs> Let me help you out there a little bit, Lord. The day I was supposed to go in on Wednesday, the second day, okay, because I was on for Mondays and Wednesdays, I kid you not, because I record my dreams, okay, when I wake up, the Lord gave me a dream. Now, this is a dream two days in a row. This is why we have to be obedient to what God is telling us and not man, okay, because it can save our lives. The next day, that morning uh, or the day before I was supposed to go back, I had another dream and in the dream. I was in uniform, I was doing security, and there was literally someone trying to uh, break in and do harm to me. And it was um, it was a very uh, like creepy dream, okay? And when I woke up from that, I was like, uh, no way, I'm not going back, I'm done, that's it. And I was like, all right. But what this has done is, like I said, it has helped me in this Esther moment of being able to wake up do my regimens, help other people on my health and beauty page, you know, that are in need of whatever it is that they need. And also, cause I'm working out like five days a week. Now you want to talk about tired. God has got me busy <laughs> and I have been exhausted, but it's a good exhaustion because it's also time for me to do things like this right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my Facebook, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's been, it's blowing up with actors and people trying to like, you know, be my manager and all this other stuff and, and different producers. So, you know, I can definitely see um, God moving me into or shifting me into a whole different uh, arena. Okay. And again, like I said, I'm really honored. I don't mean to take up the time here. I know you guys got to talk no. about it. So, you, know, uh, but, you know, your dream, you know, you're not going way back, Leora, dealing with your I dream. Know, brother, You've well, had dreams about this stuff. Okay. I've had my dream about you being on a red carpet like five or six years ago. That's right. I gave, you you that, I gave you that dream 2017. And I didn't make any uh, sense to me because the thing is she was there with a whole bunch of people, mm -hmm. and what I can remember in the dream is they were all dressed the same, but she was the only one that was different. It was red carpet, remember? Yeah. It was red carpet. You had a purple dress on? No, mm -hmm. it was a red dress. I can't remember the color of the, color of the dress. You said it was but, purple. Oh, I remember. I, I document, trust me. Okay. I, I do. It was a purple dress, and everybody was dressed. But the thing is, it's kind of like I saw everybody <laughs> kind of just moving along. You're kind of like set, you're kind of, you're set apart. And there's a big, elegant table behind you. So I forgot to tell you that part. So I don't know what that meant. So and that and as far as, you know, when she gives you guys dreams and visions, I heard dreams and visions are like, uh, you know, we all get dreams and visions, but not like Leora. Leora, God is like, 
those baby steps. So every single day, she depends on these dreams to guide her. I depend on the <laughs> <know>. Holy Spirit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Lord will do that. You know, yeah. Leora fasts a lot. Leora seeks the Lord a lot. Okay, so God is definitely using you, Leora, to do something in Hollywood. Because let's face it, Hollywood's a mess. Yeah. Hollywood is oh, yeah. a mess. God is mm-hmm. judging Hollywood now. Hollywood mm-hmm. is on his last foot. Mm-hmm. Hollywood's going down now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. So I'm I hoping now that we can get in there and kind of use some of their equipment to help sal- salvage what's left of this country. Yes. You know, and I think that's what you're doing. So bravo yeah. to you. Well, this you has know? been like a whole faith walk, you guys. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, it's because you it's know amazing. it's like you said, Brother Kevin, when God <laughs> tells you to leave a place, you're like, I'm sorry, it kill me, it kill me, and Lord. What you're talking about? Leave this place. Hello. <laughs> you know? Okay, that's my little acting coming out there. But, you know, seriously, on a serious note, that's kind of, it's scary. It is scary to some degree. But at the at the same time, um, I basically trusted God all my life. Look, you know what? When When people go through all of their lives and they get to this point, I believe... It's kind of like a Joseph thing. My life has been like a Joseph and an Esther all combined. But, you know, God allows us to go through. um, It's been most of my life with living on the streets. And I mean, my testimony is really something. But, you know, everything that I had gone through because I did not have all the wealth and the silver spoon in my mouth. Okay. It taught me to be a better woman, a strong woman. It taught me to depend on God and not what I can do for myself to to put in my bank or, you know, bring my own money or my own wealth. It taught me to be a giver. It taught me to be a a lover and somebody full of compassion. Okay, it taught me to be a minister. Like I said, all of these different hats that God has allowed me to wear over the years. And now that he's taken me into really diving into this industry um i don't know what this is but all i know is that i'm just really excited i'm just humble uh it's really i don't have any words except for it's all him all god no isaiah 26 3 that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee Yes. Perfect peace is only available through trusting in the Lord. And yeah. it's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we can't, I mean, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, all of us are striving for peace. I remember the hippie movement, you know, peace, brother. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it's, it's, everybody was looking for peace, but they were looking for, you know, peace mm-hmm. by their own strength, by their own means. Yeah trying to figure it out for themselves through yeah. different Eastern religions yeah. and occult and things like that. And, mm-hmm, and when mm-hmm. you finally get to the point where you realize you can't, the only way that you can attain peace is by getting to know the Prince of Peace. Then, then right. you're, right. you're, you know, then you're going to mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, let me say this. I think this is really important. We all go through the, the, Bible, the word of God says we go from glory to glory. So in the Hebrew, it's like metamorphosis. So we, we're constantly changing. God is constantly changing us. 
So we go through seasons of good seasons and we go through seasons of breaking. This time that I have been home has been a season of making and molding me. Even though God has made and molded me in the past, this is for a whole different season. And when you're going through that season and you're believing God for like that breakthrough and that that those open doors or whether it's a healing or finance or whatever, um, there will there must be breaking first. God will break you. Okay, he will break you down. Everything that's inside of you that you think you know, that, the, that you think you are, the Lord will break it. He will break you down. And let me give you an example. I had a dream not long ago. I would say maybe three weeks, four weeks ago, right before this breakthrough. And in the dream, I know this is going to sound funny, but I, I was dreaming that I had lost something. I'll just say something in my dream. And I literally broke down. And this is the words I said. It, it was kind of like the, the um, uh, Job type thing, okay? I said in the dream, I said, Lord, and I was crying. And I literally was like this little baby in the dream, like curling up like a fetus. And I said, Lord, I just can't take anymore. And when I said that, this little old lady just shining so bright, she just came out of nowhere. And she just put her arms around me and she just held me until I woke up. That was when the breakthrough came. Amen. That's what has to happen, man. I mean, if anybody doesn't believe what Lior is saying right now, clearly you never made an omelet. Okay. You got to break <laughs> some eggs to make an omelet. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to uh, renovate a home, I've seen him where you go all the way down to the studs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I seen him take it all the way down to the, take it all the way down to the foundation. <laughs> but the, the incredible home that was created afterwards, you know, the foundation is still there. And mm-hmm. our apostle Paul, that on this foundation of Christ, we will, you know, we're going to build the church on this foundation, wood, hay, stubble, uh, gold, silver, precious stones. Okay. So, yeah, I definitely see you building on the foundation of Christ with this work. Mm-hmm. And it's a very inter- it's a very interesting work because I know you're going to be able to eat, meet some really interesting people, mm-hmm. and I know that they're going to end up here on uptime, so that would be great. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind um, having uh, Kevin Soro on talking a little uh, Left Behind. <laughs> you know what? He made a new movie uh, called Left Behind. Yeah, yes. it's coming out in January. Yeah, I'm going to get connected with him, I promise you. So and if that's the case, um, well, you you know, yeah, tell, tell him I was writer and, and, and producer of Left Behind Game Series. Maybe, you know, we got something in common. And our names are Kevin. So yeah. we got that in common. <laughs> you know, we are uh, um, nice. I'm better looking, you know. One thing about all this, I think it has to move really quick, though. I really think whatever whatever has mm-hmm. God has coming for you is not going to it's not going to be slow. It's going to move really fast. Okay, you're going to it's going to get to the point where you won't be able to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel that in my spirit. You won't be able to keep up. You know, it's happened to me in my my ministry when I started reading dreams and visions. The Lord said, "You'll never catch up on these dreams and visions." And I would always get excited when I catch up on these dreams and visions, and all of a sudden, like fifty more come in. You know, and that was me in the beginning of my ministry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the re- and the reason why I say this because uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but the Israeli news now is coming out is that they're excavating the Pool of Siloam. 
They're excavating mm-hmm. for the first time in 2,000 years. It's going to be open to the public. Wow. Talking about okay. talk about mm-hmm. picking up where you left off 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that has to show you. It's like, it's the seven-year tribulation, Daniel's 70th week. Wow. About to pick up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that that's huge. If I look for things like that, you know, I mean, outside of all the chaos that we're having on the Temple Mount right now, mm-hmm. uh, somebody asked somebody asked in the comments section about Ben Giver. Mm-hmm. He went there early this morning, okay, mm-hmm. on purpose, even after uh, the uh, the Palestinian authorities, Hamas and UAE and all of them said not to do it. But you know, what? he went there regardless just to tech them off, right? You know. You and he went Paul, there. Do you think that he's going there more, uh, like now because Netan, since Netanyahu is in power, he's pro- he's got probably more possibility of, of not getting as much in trouble because now yeah. the uh, you know the, the Orthodox is in the part of that coalition. Right. Yeah. So he's going there now, and he's a uh, direct. You know. Um. So he's making a lot of people angry right now, and. Uh, did you know that uh, Ramadan and Passover are going to almost run simultaneously this year? Yeah. How about that? Talk yeah. about a party. I like them. Talk about a party in Jerusalem. Yeah, That's really. Be a fun party to be in either. <laughs> yeah, no. no, and you I know mean, what's interesting? Yeah. What, what if things really – they seem to all start to heat up in the spring, too, I mean, in terms of mm-hmm. conflict. So what, what if we get, you know, just a big – heat up going on during that period of time. I mean, it could get really volatile there. Right. And Giver going there today didn't help. Okay. I'm glad. Well, you know, I'm glad to, you know, stick up for uh, those people there. You know, the Muslims can't run the whole show. I mean, but it's it's a mess over that. That's the Lord has to take care of that, you know, but evidently that's that, that pool of Siloam really stuck out to me. Yeah. Anything like, Last time in two thousand years, and it's in the Holy Land, right? I mean, that, that that's a big deal. I mean, so Bob, you think that's part of the setup for things opening up, which ultimately will culminate with the opening of the the Eastern Gate when Jesus <laughs> arrives on the Mount of Olives, isn't it? I mean, that's that's going to yeah. be the ultimate I mean, opening. Between between that, the uh, the River of Euphrates drying up, yeah. you know. Uh, Damascus being almost completely demolished. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at the prophetic convergence that's coming, yeah. going, you know, going on right now. I mean, we have to be, I mean, so excited in our spirit, knowing what's what's right around the corner. I mean, well, you on. have like all these different, um, all these different uh, other prophecies are unbiblical from like people who are lost, like the Greek mythologies and stuff like that. And they are, you know, I was watching one video. They're talking about that Ragnarok, which is basically the Antichrist, Lucifer, you know, coming back onto the scene. Of course, they just had Ragnarok come out last year with Thor and all that stuff. I never even heard of the word Ragnarok until I saw that. It's a video game. It it, it was a video game franchise from like way back in the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking like 20 years ago um, Mm -hmm. that Ragnarok. I first saw Ragnarok on the E3 floor um, like 21 years ago or 22 years ago, even. Oh, actually 23 years ago. Now it's 2023. So I mean, it's been around for a while, but um, so what I I never even understood. 
it's just you know some RPG adventure type fighting thing, but yeah, I, I, never, I never got into it. it. It's it's, but it doesn't sound like it's real healthy. No, according to them, uh, <laughs> Norse mythology, uh, there will be cruel winters and moral chaos before the Ragnarok show. A dark, up. a dark winter. A dark winter. There's your dark oh, winter. Dark winter. Okay, so cruel winters, and look what happened to us on December twenty first. You had that a horrendous storm that caught the Arctic bomb. Mm-hmm. That went yeah. off, and it was uh, the worst storm in, you know, since I think there were worse ones, but they're saying it's the worst one in history. Oh, wow. uh, be it as it may, it happened on the winter solstice. And on top of that, what else happened on the winter solstice? You had Zelensky came into the United States and Washington, first time since the war started. He shows right. up on the 21st, goes to Congress. They do that clown show over there. Ooh, hang the flag behind them. Look how patriotic we are. They take our flag and burn it, throw it in a garbage can in the back. Right. But it's okay. So we'll hang the flag behind them, give them all our money. All right. <laughs> and what does Zelensky do? Zelensky's in there like, hey, war, war, war. Give me more money. Give me more money. War, war, war. I was like, hold on a second. He didn't mention peace one time. No. Hey, can we try to get peace over here? No, man. Give me the money. Right. Give me that money. War, war, war. Yay. That's yeah, not no. what it's about, even. It's yeah. not about the Russians and the against the Ukrainians. It's, uh, it's deeper no, than that. And he's underground just, money, he's, isn't it? He's yeah. a thug. He's a thug. Mm-hmm. That's all there is. It's pretty to. sad. But, no, you know what? The, I think the most P-O-S sad Bob. that whole thing is what kind of what you said, Bob, which is what, let's, let's go and let's spend all, spend all this money to defend somebody else's border. Don't want to defend your own border. Let's put up their flag and let's burn ours. I mean, mm-hmm. it just—it's so—it's so disgusting. It's it, the, the leaders of this country um, are just despised by the people. Oh, well, um, it, it, I'll say it gets worse. It gets it gets worse, Kevin. You know what? You know the money they sent okay. to Ukraine. So Zelensky shows up and does this clown show and gets us all this money. So in order to get that money to get that money to Ukraine on time, they suspended all the pay for the National Guard until after the first of the year. Yeah, this is insane. I, don't, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they didn't need that money for the holidays, right, no. Bob? No, they didn't need no, that money. They didn't need to pay those bills of the aura. The, okay, the, they don't, the, they don't the, need those money. People like, oh, Why would we that, take that? Does not sound good. <laughs> Said the kid. Bob, why do we take care of people who are defending this country? I mean, what you know? What what's the use in that? That they, they don't want anybody to defend this country. They want it to be wide open. So they're doing they're, everything that they do. Bob shows exactly their hand, and we can see it. And I'm telling you that the, the, there's a lot of dark money going on there, just like Hagen was saying, because there is no auditing going on whatsoever. No. They they won't they won't allow it to be audited, no. and and yet that's our billions of billions of tax dollars of ours going with no oversight, no audit, blank check for as long as it takes, mm-hmm. and yet um, w- what are we getting uh, in, in, in you know in return? In return more uh, debt. Uh, and, yeah, a more debt, right? And then another one point seven trillion. Pork laden omnibus passes. Yep. Uh, you know, one point tr- just printing <laughs> up money like it's just going out of style, printing it up out of nowhere. 
$32 trillion in debt that we could <laughs> never, ever pay back. Never. Nope. No, it, it's impossible. It's like death of the universe impossible kind of situation. Well, on top of the omnibus, well, you have, of course, you had 18 uh, Republican traders that voted yeah. for it. Okay. And, of course, you see those traders – they benefited from the infrastructure bill. You see the of infrastructure course. bill they passed? Part of their pathetic. Pork. Nothing to do with infrastructure, not a single thing. But you have yeah. all the money went to Democratic donors, and pork, it went pork, to pork. those Republicans that, that voted with Joe Biden for all their pork projects. Pork, pork, Nothing pork. to do with infrastructure. Not yeah. one no. dime. And, and the border, any money going to the border, you know what that's all about? It's about for transporting people to in, into the country. I mean, not taking the, not, not actually yeah. enforcing the law, but actually like putting them into the country and then giving them free cell phones. I mean, th- this is crazy talk, but this it's is exactly what, what and, and then, like I said, there's no good party here in, 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 in the United States. When you have both parties, sure, fewer from one party than another, but both parties agreed on this and pushed it through. I mean, they're in a lame duck Congress. They have a new Congress coming here. They they can't even decide who the speaker is. So they're not doing any business now. No investigations are going on now, which actually, listen, I'm not not saying that they should just give in to the establishment. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, What I'm saying is that it's so difficult right now to actually do the right thing that even when you try to do the right thing, it actually hurts. So, <laughs> well I, you know, it's hurting everybody right now, but it, but they are doing the right thing. It's just that to what end? And I think I say that again, Greg, to what end? What are we getting out of this as the American people? When we vote and, and elect these people, what exactly are, are how are we benefiting from this? We certainly aren't getting more secure. I can tell you that. Almost like it's by design, doesn't it? Oh, feel huh. that way? Well, Remember that video I posted? That yeah. one where they uh, they uh, the, the the takeover of America that yeah. video I did a little while ago, yep. where they had that uh, X Files on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really starting to make it's really starting to make sense to me. You guys see how uh, Biden passed that executive order now that uh, mm-hmm. people who are committing abortions cannot uh, opt out of uh, opt out of the uh, surgeries now. Right. So wow. if you're a nurse, you don't want to partake in it, you can opt out for religious beliefs. Now you can't do it or else you're fired. Ugh. You got to do it against your will. They're just—it's just so authoritarian, fascist. I mean, and then they—they—they they, they call mm-hmm. the people the fascists, but they're—they're they're just doing these things to ex- exert their control over people and make them do things against their will. It's—it's it's quite disgusting. And if you don't do it, basically, what happens, Bob? You just lose your job, and you have no. Did we lose Kevin? Hello. Looks like they did. It looks like we did. Kevin, come back. Come back. Come back. Yeah. Probably going through a storm or something like that. Well, the good good news is they put out, well, actually, it was good news for us, bad news for Biden. They actually did a study on how much time Biden was on vacation in 2022. Okay. How much time he worked and how much time he was on vacation. The study showed he was on vacation Full out vacation, about forty over forty percent of the time. You know, we, we, if we all work jobs, are you able to spend forty percent a year year Bob on vacation? Are you serious? 
<laughs> Can you spend forty percent of your year on vacation there, Greg? No. No. Uh, not not yeah. me. No. Uh, last time I checked, that. And I this that according was... to, and according to how well he's doing, okay, okay, we will give you time <laughs> off if you're, if you're doing a great job, but you're doing a horrible job. Okay, you got the lowest ratings of any president in American history, mm-hmm. probably in fact any leader in world history. Come on, man. What are we... of any tribe, of any tribe, any nation, any town, any providence? Okay, the worst leader in absolute history. But like you said, though, Greg, this is by design. Absolute by design. You know, America, you know, we're, we're, we're deep. You know, we're, we're deep in so much sin right now because of the whole abortion thing and all that stuff like that. We deserve a guy that does this. Yeah, we, we, we deserve that guy <laughs> with a fish handshake. Okay, Who's we that? deserve president? that guy. We, we deserve a president like that right now. The guy who handshakes the air? Yeah. Twice. <laughs> Get scared of the Easter money. Oh, the Easter Bunny's here. We got to go. <laughs> I mean, what is this? I mean, the, the leader of the free world is, is being escorted no. away by the Easter Bunny. I mean. Well, that's what happens when you, that's what happens when you, uh, you know, over the history of the world, they've looked to, they've looked to men to be the ones that were going to. Have, provide all the answers, you know, in the Old Testament, uh, what did children of Israel want? They wanted kings like the other people. They right. wanted kings like the nations that were idolatrous. Yeah. And the Lord just wanted, he wanted to be the king. And this is basically why government, you know, even even as good as ours has been, is always ends up being corrupt. Uh, you have, there's no, you know, the, these people claim that they're going to bring accountability to Washington. And I, I've got a piece of land that I'll sell you for two cents an acre in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want, you know, we'll make a deal afterwards. We'll talk about it. I mean, it's just, it's just nonsense. And you look at these people and they claim to be um, uh, practicing. He's Biden says he's a practicing Catholic. But what exactly does that mean? Because the word Catholic means universal believer. Um, Roman Catholic, that's a different story altogether. But all these people that, that claim to be, quote-unquote, Christians, because everybody claims to be a Christian, and that big thing that they had up at the White House was the uh, Defense of Marriage Act. And uh, incidentally... Uh, Donald J. Trump had a similar party down at Mar-a-Lago. So the folks that are that really think that he's the he's the cat's meow, he had to stay on down there. Oh, yeah. which I'm sorry, it's the truth. You can check it out. He had to, you know, he's that's just I'm going to leave it at that. Yep. But these people claim that that uh, if you if you stand on the truth of God's word, that there's that you're a racist. And you're a bigot, and this, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't want to speak the truth now because that might set some people free. How about the people that have come out of those lifestyles? I, I've know, I know of those people. I've met those people. I, I've listened to their testimonies, and it's it's amazing when they get set free what they do. So uh, someone's watching and and thinking that. Uh, that their lifestyle is 
is they're, they're too far gone for God to forgive them and to raise them up. That's not so. He can, he can raise up, you know, he can see, he says he saves to the uttermost. You know, there's people out there right now that are, have come to the end of their ropes. They say, you know, there's no living anymore because this world is just a complete sewer. But you know, it may be a complete sewer, but, you know, we've got a opportunity to bring people to a knowledge of the truth. You know, everybody uh, within this um, uptime forum here have, have ministries that are willing to, you know, as we know the word, we'll teach it uh, or we'll, we'll um, bring you to a knowledge of the truth, show you different things, you know. Um, getting getting into movies like Leora is going to be doing and and um, being a witness there and what Kevin's doing and and uh, Greg and Bob and even old Hagen here, you know we're all we're all trying to to um, to bring people back to the Father. We're we're you know we we may be watchmen, but we're also seekers. We're seeking the truth. Um. You know, and those that hunger and, and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And uh, we know that that's, a, that's something that doesn't change. Uh, it shouldn't change over the years. It should. It should um, the fire should always be there. You know, sometimes it, it takes a little relighting, <laughs> if you will. But, um, you know, just like the verse there, let your light so shine before men that you may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. It's not, uh, none of us are, none of us are doing this for self, you know, uh, enrichment. You know, we're not doing this for, uh, for, so somebody can say, man, I, you know, I saw, I was, I saw uptime the other night and those, those people are just shoot. They're phenomenal. They're, you know, they're a bunch of awesome people. Maybe they feel that way. You know, that would be cool to think that, but who's going to be getting the glory, Bob? If it's not, if it's not God, it's, 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 it's fruitless. If the stuff that, if the stuff that you're doing is for your own, is, is so that you can uh, have people talk about what a great guy you are and how, um, you know, and how knowledgeable you are and, you know, that you're doing this of your own strength, that's not going to work. I know you better than that. I know that that's not that's not your heart in this. I know the same thing with Kevin and Leora and Greg. I know, I know all of you guys, and I know you guys are your guys' desire is to be in fellowship with the Lord, mm-hmm. which is what all of our desires should be. And as we do that, He's gonna you know He's gonna take care of us. Yeah, you know? I do feel like we're working in the sewer. Um, it's it's like the, it, and I think that Leora, you mentioned earlier, you're kind of like, you know, you're working in the fields. You're, you're going out and you're searching for people who are willing to hear. And it's like a swamp out there. And it, especially in, I'm sure, in some of the fields that we work in, it's it's uh, there's there's not a lot of light um, to be found. <clears throat> and so you kind of you should. So the the good part of that though. And people will say, well, then why do you work in those fields and this and that? Well, well, the good part is that you do shine really bright <laughs> because there is a lot of darkness and, and, it's, and, and you're able to to present 
um, a di difference. And it's and you don't actually have to be so overt and like you know being out there every single day preaching and this and that. Just just by the way you act and the way you you present yourself and some things that you say and you can hint here and just give a little bit of information there and then you know, steer things back into the straight and narrow. And all of a sudden you do that for a few years and somebody will say, you know what? I think you're different than everybody else around here. And that's a good thing. Um, so yeah, I think that God has placed us in these different spots to be light. And, you know, I, I, that's what convinces me that we are the ones who've been holding this thing back, this evil back for 2000, almost 2000 years now. Yep. And there's it, it, there's going to be a time when we're when we're removed and then that evil's going to be able to invade. And up until then, though, we're still here and we're right. not backing down, are we? Well, the darkness right now, guys, obviously is slowly engulfing this earth right now. But here's the thing. Yeah. It's not coming for us. Right. It's coming for them. Mm. OK, we're holding it back right now. Right. We're in the face of it right now. Ask Leora. Okay, that thing showed up in her dream ready to take her out at her job. Okay, mm. we're in the face of it right now. We're the front line. Okay, we're holding it. We're trying to hold this thing back. It reminds me of what Trump said. That they, they're, not, they, they're not trying to get to me. They're trying to get to you guys. <laughs> right. I'm just in the way. And that's who we are, who are, who are the, the body of Christ through right. the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit restrains. And, of course, the restrainer is the Holy Spirit here in this time. And the entity that's engulfed in the Holy Spirit Today, in this age, is the body of Christ, okay? So we're holding them back right now, but there are a lot of things coming down the pike that they know about right now. For example, the uh, Homeland Security just put out a notice that there will be a lot more ISIS attacks through the, the old traditional uh, hijacking airlines, okay? Right. That's coming really soon for 2023. Oh, by the way, they took our air marshals off all of our planes <laughs> all of a sudden and then moved them down to the border. Right, Kevin. So, yeah, not to nothing obvious you. about that. No red flags, right, but, Greg? But no Bob, red flags not there. to monitor or protect the border. Yeah, <laughs> to, 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 to process people in, and put them into the country. I mean, right? They, they take our air marshals off of security and put them into clerical job. I mean, what? And, and and the Department of Homeland Security is 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 basically doing this, and then the border, the air marshal, um, you know, leadership is saying, "Please don't do this. This is terrible. You know, you, you are jeopardizing our national security with this." That's just one of the things, Bob. I mean, one of them. It's, it's amazing. Like every time you you mention one of these things, it's like. It gets worse. It's just worse and worse and worse. And we've just barely touched the tip of the iceberg of it. Right. And, uh, I mean, look at what they're doing with Ukraine. We've given Ukraine double Russia's military budget, and they're still getting spanked by Russia. Okay. Talk about a weight. I, I probably shouldn't say too much because I get demonetize something's going to happen here, but uh, obviously well, we we're, gonna, not, we we're not monetizing anyway, for that matter. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, this world's being golfed by darkness. And, What's you know, less guys, than zero, Greg? Can they take money out of your account? 
we're not only demonetizing you. Let me let me ask this guy. Hold on. This is Powell, right? We're gonna take money out of your sword. You got to be a partner to be demonetized. I'm not. I'm not a partner, so I'm not a partner, so I can't be demonetized. It's the reverse. Stay off the radar by doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't think we have anything to worry about about yeah. that, Bob. I think you can speak your mind on that. Right. But I think, that, I think you know, Bob, you got to realize that, that um, you know, a lot of times that there's so many things that are going on. We've been talking about a lot of a lot of things that are bad that are going on. In fact, some of them are there's so much evil that it's just boggles the it boggles your mind. Yeah. It's just it's it's uh, the thoughts intense to the heart of men are evil continually, and you know Jesus came he, you know he came into a world that was pretty evil too, and uh, mm-hmm. what did he say you know man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of God, mm. and his he his ministry was that always doing the will of the Father. And all these years later, all these centuries later, we're still, you know, it says wise men still seek him. And that's what I believe we're all doing. We have to remember something, though. And I'm not I'm not I'm not here to pour water on the on the information you're you guys are sharing because it's great. But I'm just here to, you know, kind of say that we need to realize that it. The most important thing is that Jesus Christ came and said that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And I'm, and that no man, and that means none, no, zero, no man comes to the Father except by him. You don't come to him by Buddha. You don't come to him by Muhammad. You don't come to him by the thousands of Hindu gods. You don't come to him by worshiping trees. And doing all this stuff that, you know, Mother Gaia, all that other baloney. And it says in 412, no found, no other foundation. It has to be Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, there was a time in my life when I didn't believe that. And then somebody mm-hmm. challenged me to read the word, to get to know Jesus Christ. You know, get to know him, ask him. And if you ask him, he'll, t- he'll teach you. Um, isn't that right, Greg? I mean, you, you pray to him, he's going to show you. Ask, yeah. I mean, yeah, you ask, and you shall find, right? Yeah, yeah, ask. And, and, and we just need to realize that no matter how, I mean, we know things are getting bad, we know things are getting worse, but we also need to realize that we can still have peace. We can, you know, we're no longer at, at enmity with God. I'm not mm. an enemy of God anymore. And I'm glad I'm not an enemy. I don't want to be an enemy of God. I want to be, you know, I'm a kid. I'm, you know, it's, it says I'm a joint heir with Christ Jesus, an heir of God. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that actually, that's that makes me special. It makes us all special, you know. Oh, you're just mm-hmm. saying that. That's just something they wrote in there. It says in Romans chapter 8, read it for yourself. You know, an heir of a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You know what a joint heir is? Somebody that that shares in the what he did and what he continues to do. This is a this isn't some kind of cartoon character we're talking about. 
This is the, <laughs> this is the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm I'm not saying that to make light of it. I'm just saying that this is this is a this is huge, and it's true. See, we that we may be glorified together. We're going to suffer with them. Sure, we're going to go through stuff. We can all talk about it. We can all talk about the things that we've struggled with and continue to struggle with. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, we're in a better position right now if we experience these things with him because of what's coming down, not only in eternity, but our, our lives now can be can be better. Absolutely. You know, Man. I talk too. I talk too much. No, that, that was right, beautiful, Bob. brother. That was awesome. <laughs> you know, that was you're awesome. absolutely right, Bob. You know, we we do talk about a lot of bad stuff on here, and of course, I have to watch for all this stuff because I'm a watchman. But you know, if you read uh, Ezekiel 33 verses two through six, basically the Bible talks about there is the watchman has to be on his toes, right? If you see the sword coming upon the land, blow the trumpet, warn the people. The blood will be on your hands, okay? So as the job, is of a, job of a watchman these days, in the age of grace, our job is to watch for war, okay? We can't watch for the rapture. I mean, we already tried. I, I tried that. We all tried that already. So <laughs> I'm watching for war now, okay? I'm watching for global tensions. And it even says that in the Luke 21.10, you know, the nation shall rise against nation, Okay. Those are the key signs. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Bob. You know, uh, pretty much, I don't think we need to talk about any more stuff, bad stuff that's going on. But, you know, like as a watchman going forward, you know, we are, all of us on this panel are watching all these bad things that are happening, the global tensions, because that only means one thing, that the rapture resurrection is about to happen. The worse the global tensions get, the closer we are to the rapture resurrection. Now, I wish I could just watch for it. But we already covered that here. You can't watch for a split second in time. Okay. And my level of how bad it can get here, it could probably get a lot worse before the rapture resurrection takes place. I think it's going to get worse. Okay. Because that's hard puzzle removed all the way forcefully before something tragic happens to you. And according to my dreams, Leora, and I told you about these dreams. My, it, it comes right down to the split second. If I'm not removed from this earth, I die. And those are usually at the nuclear war, the, the nuclear bombs. Okay, so I'm thinking maybe we are looking at a war rapture scenario. Because if they're dropping nukes, talk about split second. Sure. Where a mass amounts of people globally have to be removed. Because that's going to be confusion, chaos. Can you imagine trying to do a census, Greg, after a nuclear war? How yeah. do you do a census? How do you can explain that all these people are gone? Okay, how are you going to even know about the rapture if everybody got blown up? Okay, so it's very yeah. interesting to see how this thing's going to play out. I think, I think, I think, personally, I hope the rapture resurrection takes place as a big event right before the nuclear war instead of being coinciding with the nuclear war. That's what yeah. I hope. Well, you know, the, the, God, God is a God of order. You know, he, he's not uh, he's he's not the author of confusion. We know this from what the word says, and we know this from knowing our father. He's not he's not his his thing isn't confusion. That's the devil's thing. 
Mm -hmm. And you're talking about all the confusion that's going on in the world right now and all these different um, laws that are being passed and executive orders and different things like that and what's going on over in Ukraine and, and everything else. But where there is confusion, there's every evil work, you know. Mm. And it's really the truth, you know, where there is peace and harmony, you know, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I, I agree with you, Bob, we have, you know, people need to be aware of what's going on. But I think what happens or what is happening is you're going to see more and more people that are going to be really seeking. Maybe they, they never consider themselves as being of the truth. But what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to be starting to wake up and say, you know, I think there, there you know, there might really be a God. You know, there, Jesus, mm -hmm. this Jesus yeah. might be real. Maybe I should check it out. And even if they take just a, just a one thought enters their mind that, hey, you know, maybe I should check this out. Because that's the way I was all those years ago. You know, I don't have anything to lose by checking this out. And they start to check it out. And then they realize, hey, you know, this makes sense. And then they get saved. And then they start to really understand it. And then they start to go, hey, you know, I wonder why I didn't do this 20 years ago. But that's irrelevant at this point because now, now they're, they're going to start to grow. And they're going to start to understand these things. You know, and then, and then the Lord's going to show them things, whichever way he sees fit. You know, he's all shown us, he's all shown us different things. But it's uh, and it's 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 hard to explain sometimes to just and one of the key things too I want to say this to end here is to be thankful, mm -hmm. you know, really to be thankful that in, instead of griping and complaining and you know I, I thank God for forgiving me for complaining and 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 you know whatever happens sometimes you know you get run down or something doesn't go quite right and you complain but we've got a whole lot more to be thankful for than a lot of people do uh even being born in this great country of ours we have more to be thankful for than the majority of the world we can still do this we have we still have freedom of speech um we still have freedom of assembly we're assembling and we have freedom of religion, you know. Um, we're not going to get on here and use use profanity and try to try to make out like we're the we're the end all. We're not. But at the same time, when you're speaking the truth and love, it the word goes out and it actually accomplishes what it's supposed to do. You know, mm -hmm. if if you say that by His stripes I'm healed. That's the word of God. You know, if you say, you know, that he's come that, he, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. If somebody hears that, who who came that I might have life and have it more abundantly? I want to check this out. And people start to have I, questions, you know, Greg. They start to question what's um, what is this stuff all about? Yeah. And what is in that word that you actually speak of? Because I haven't yeah. heard this before. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even as a practicing Roman Catholic growing up. Stuff that I saw in the Bible, I'm like, wait a minute, I've never heard this stuff before. What's going right. on? It's crazy. How did I miss all this? Why isn't this being taught? Why isn't anyone teaching this? You know, and mm -hmm. 
in in Catholic well not Catholic school but you know CCD um, yeah I mean where where was it where was it did you read the Catholic Bible Greg um, loosely reading it at that point loosely no at that point I w- really wasn't I mean I just wasn't into it at all I mean it was just I have a I say that because I have a very interesting story to tell you guys. Uh, you guys know my uh, my uh, stepfather. Remember, I was telling you he's very ill. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, this might make some of you make some of your uh, hair stand up on your back. So if you're not ready for this, or if you're a young Christian, you get scared of stuff like this. Turn the show off right now. I'm about to say, but uh, true story. So right now he's he's on his deathbed now. Okay, this is the guy that prayed to that statue all over the world. Okay, that supernatural statue. The same guy that built the machine that has uh, created all these scapulars. And he pretty much these scapulars that you're wearing. You guys ever heard of these things that Catholics believe in? Where you put this thing on your neck. It's like a necklace. And if you have faith in that, when you die, you won't go to hell. Okay, so put your faith in that, said Jesus. So that guy. Okay, so he's put up millions of these things. He, had, he built the machine that makes these things which i by the way i threw in the garbage you know a few days ago when i cleaned up my mom's garage okay <laughs> but uh be it as it may check this out so i was over at my mom's house that day cleaning out the garage and he's laying upstairs he came to his talking so i decided to go up there because i'm concerned i was like you know what bob i don't think he's saved so i went in there with the intent reading uh first corinthians 15 1 through 4 the so uh the salvation our salvation to Jesus Christ, the gift of salvation, all right? And I went up there to read it and said, hey, Carl, uh, I have some I have some scriptures here I want to share with you that are going to really cheer you up. And you know what? He snapped at me. He, he came to life, jumped at me, okay? Ooh. I don't want to hear that, but I know what you're trying to do. I don't want to hear that. No, it's, he, he, he started going to his rant. And I'm like, if anybody, if I was laying on my deathbed, someone comes quote scriptures to me, please, yeah, please, yeah. But no, 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 it's not the Catholic Bible. No, no, no. And I've been praying to Mary, and I and he's going through all this stuff, and he goes on his rant. And I can't even understand him. Wow. Then he starts coughing violently because he's dying of uh, uh, he's dying of lung cancer. So he they gave him two weeks left. He has probably like a few days left before he passes away. Okay. But yet he jumps at me, he gets angry. All right. And I'm like, that's not the spirit of the Lord. No. Okay. I'm thinking, you're not saved. Now, this is the messed up part. Now, these apparitions are starting to appear to him now, according to my mom. And these are not friends and family that have gone to heaven. No, these are like these apparitions, these Catholic based apparitions from Portugal, this Lucia girl that had these secrets. You guys hear about LA Marzulli talk about that stuff? Well, that yeah, the spirit the of this person mm. showed up to him. And started saying it's going to be okay. That person showed up. That, okay. Yeah, when that, when that shows up and says it's going to be okay, you know that it's not going to be okay. <laughs> no. And now here's the that's best not good. part. Well, that's uh, just not good. Yeah. No. Well, it's, it's, it gets better. Or oh, it gets worse, Kevin. <laughs> My mom oh, noticed now. Now that he's almost at his point of death, the mom. My mom noticed now. There's demonic presence hanging out in my basement. No. Oh. Or not my basement. Her basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, they're demons. They're basically delivery boys hanging out in the basement now, waiting for him wow. to die. That's insane. 
That's messed up. I was like, all of a sudden, like, yeah, I go downstairs and I get this cold present. I know they're down there. Right. You know? So, you know what I do? I walk down there. You know what oh. they see? They see they, it's like it's like a criminal seeing an officer with the band yeah, on everything come down with guns. I walk down, I'm like, ain't, ain't nobody here. <laughs> well, they're right. probably like 50 miles away. Like, sure. You know, is he gone yet? <laughs> yeah, because the best thing, best case scenario is that you're going to throw, you're going to put him into a, a flock of, of seagulls or, you know, something. So, I mean, they're going to be like, Bob Barber's coming. He's got all the power. And if he decides he could do something to us, not not good. Let's flee. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how they will flee. And, and you know, it's amazing, too. You go to him and the, the, the lash out that you get from whatever spirit has got a hold on him um, and causes him to do those things. I mean, it's just, it's obvious. Um, right. It's, that's, it's sad. And uh, that's my mom's, well, he's praying to Mary, praying to Mary, praying to Mary. Well, I'm like, what good Mary is that doing? You. you know, he's like praying the rosary, praying Mary. I'm like. Mm. Mary can't hear him. Mary can't hear you, brother. You know. Sorry. And I tried. I shared a gospel with him. I shared. I shared it like I didn't sit down and I. I, I tried to quote scriptures to him while I was over, when I was at my mom's house for Christmas, you know. But he just didn't want to hear anything about it, you know. So I just told him, you know, thank goodness we're saved by grace through faith. <laughs> thank oh, good for you. We are saved by grace through faith. <laughs> Bob just work, pushed it right, in there. right, Carl? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, see that's an, see that's an example there, Bob. Those those words, you see, yeah. the, 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 there's power. There's there's power in the words that are in the Word of God, right? And we we don't even realize how powerful they are. It, it cuts. We we, we it? don't. Yeah, you know, saved by grace. We it's not our. It's not of us. And when we and when we say that, you know, we've been we've been uh, risen. Uh, by the the faith of the operation of God, different things like that. And that, like I said earlier, that he came that we might have life and have more abundantly. When you speak those things, so there's the verse, the word of God is quick, which means living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It's the critic. It's the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. It's the critic. It's the It's the... Uh, discerner or the critic of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Yeah. So when you when you're speaking the word to him, even yelling at you and and spitting nails at you, you he's still hearing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't. But it's know. slicing right right yeah. through his beliefs, right? It's slicing oh, yeah. right in there, and it's exposing things, and yeah. it's getting right, and it, it can get right down into the nitty gritty. And, and Bob, if if he let you, you could have a conversation with him and just expose all of these false beliefs. And I think mm-hmm. Greg, you mentioned that earlier. It's like you're like, wait a minute, I never heard that. That's in the Bible. And I think that Catholics go through that process of like people telling them that, hey, this is in the Bible. That's in the Bible. And they're like, really? And then they start getting curious. And then they start actually reading the Bible. And then they start realizing, wait a minute. This oh. is different than what my faith You're is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, this is this is not the same religion. This is not the same thing. Yeah. There's something different about this, and they get more curious, yeah. 
and then they start doing it. But there are other people, though, Bob, and and it seems like in your family, they're just not willing to go there. They're they're just they're they're not willing to like open up the Bible and and try to di- and do this dissection, right? And like yeah. examination. I think um, Hagen, you did that long ago. Is that you 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 examine the word and then you you said, okay, well, how does that contrast with what's going on in my life and my beliefs? And you were like, these are two completely different things, you know. What what I believe is possibility of salvation and what the Bible teaches is something completely different. And you realize, you know, what what I believe is a bunch of a junk. And I and you were going back and forth amongst different things. And then this, you were like, wait a minute. And that's the beautiful thing is that you said this is truth. You know, this is actual truth. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah, people don't know already. I came from 28 years of Catholicism, mm-hmm. okay, and I fought tooth and nail for that stuff. But you know what, though, people destroyed me who knew the Bible, they destroyed me every time. Mm-hmm. I got destroyed every time, yeah. okay. <laughs> and I was finally able to turn around and destroy somebody else <laughs> because once I started learning the word, you know, and you should see, like, my family, I get in, you know, I'm not, I, I don't even hold back anymore, Bob. I just go on these rants, you know, I'm just like, you know, I, I, I'm afraid you guys, you know, if I go into eternity and you, none of you are there. Okay. Obviously I didn't blow the trumpet. Okay. I, I didn't do, I, I, I did not preach the gospel of grace. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, I think that some of my brothers now are coming along. I think my sisters are maybe coming along, but you don't know for sure. Only God knows. And maybe Carl is saved, Greg. That's right. Maybe he is saved, but he just became so cold. You know, the mm. Bible says that in the last days, you know, the hearts will just wax cold, wax cold. you know, and mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. you know, at some part, you had to think to yourself, Jesus resurrected from the dead. Great. Now let's worship Mary. Where's the disconnect? Mm-hmm. Okay. Somewhere between Mary, somewhere between Jesus and Mary, he had to figure out, well, that Jesus's work has something to do with my sins. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he believed that somewhere. And the moment he believed that, Kevin, According to Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and Ephesians 1, verse 13 and 14, he was sealed in the moment of the twinkling of an eye of the body of Christ. Well, right. Even though all of his works, like you said before, Kevin, probably all going to be burned up. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that he, since he's doing that and believing and praying to Mary and so Mm -hmm. forth, those are all dead works. So Mm -hmm. he's not, he's not getting any rewards from those. And he's not actually actively pointing people to Jesus. And so he's not gaining rewards for that. And then at that point, you go to those parables where it's like, okay, you servant who didn't do anything and you just hid your knowledge, like what you said, Bob. He's like, okay, yeah, I know Jesus died for me, but I'm going to talk about Mary. So you're just going to hide your talent in the in the in the thing, and you're going to say, hey, I, here it is out of the out of the ground. I I still believe in you though. And then Jesus is going to say, you're that's not what I wanted. I, and for you know whatever you have, I'm taking away from you. And I'm going to give it to somebody else. And so you don't want to be in that position. So, yes, it's very possible he could be saved, but just it's forfeiting all rewards uh, that, but by, by living that and believing those things and practicing that stuff. It, it's not rewarding. It's not fruitful. He's not bearing any fruit. No. You've been quiet, Leora. Try to think of you want to jump in here somewhere. You know what, Brother Bob, if I was you, I would take some anointing oil, and when he's not around, I would anoint his shoes, anoint (laughs) his bed, 
anoint his his house, his room, his coat, everything that you know that he touches, I would anoint it and pray over it. Because I truly believe that the power of the Holy Spirit can change that man before he takes his last breath. That's the mm. important thing. We know that the enemy brought in that spirit of Catholicism and where that comes from. There's a lot of uh, Catholics now that have really opened, their eyes have been opened to know that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Lord, their Savior. And they have changed and they've gotten away from all of the Catholicism. But... I, I truly believe as I'm listening to this, um, because God says that he's given you the power and the authority, you know, you can trample on scorpions and on serpents. And so whatever spirit that is lurking in him and behind him and whatever the root of it is, you have the authority to go in there and snap that root from the very root and then cast it into the fiery pits of hell and, and, and save that man by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to do that. Amen. I'll be in prayer. If we can save oh, another what... soul, let's be in prayer for yeah. now. Amen. Yeah. That's Amen. fantastic. Amen. Right on. I love how Lior is just like, just hey, when he's just not looking, just you know, take care of him. It, it, yeah. Otherwise, he'd be like, wait a minute, Bob, what are you doing over there? You know. <laughs> right? Yeah. That'd be so cool to do something my like dad to see something happen. Let me tell you. Oh. Let me give you. It's like Leora losing her superpowers of stealth. Like, yeah, let's go. Like I've been trained to like seek and destroy, right? So think about it in the spirit. Right. In the spirit, because that's where it happens first. Yeah. And then right. it will manifest in the natural, right? So when my daughter came to live with me, you know Sarah, Bob, okay? But mm -hmm. she came to live with me. She was fourteen years old about and because uh, they were kind of going back and forth between me and her dad but she came to live with me full time and her stepmom was into witchcraft and oh I fought a lot of stuff let me tell you a couple times I almost went to jail but thank God for the Holy Ghost okay but um but so I knew that I needed to attack what was going on with my daughter because she was like into uh, she was kind of getting into into the whole thing, like her stepmom or whatever, like that subtle witchcraft stuff, because her mom would like put um, spell books like in her room and on her bed, you know, whatever and all that. Anyway, long story short, um, my daughter was depressed. OK, she was in what do they call that gothic stuff, all that gothic stuff and whatever. That's not how I raised my children when I was raising them before the divorce. OK, not what I instilled in my children. And so one day um, I fell asleep and in my sleep, the Lord showed me because I had been praying for my daughter and I had been laying hands on her and I fell asleep and the Lord gave me a dream that I was in this crowd and my daughter was with me and I was trying to get my daughter away from this witch. Okay. And I just so happened to turn my head for just a moment when I turned back, um, my daughter, the witch had grabbed my daughter. Now I'm going somewhere with this because I'm going to show you the power that God has given us and the authority. Okay. So I turn around and my daughter's gone and I'm a Jew. I come from the hood. Okay. So you don't mess with my kids. All right. My daughter, I'm like, oh no, she didn't. She grabbed my child. So I ended up uh, going to search for my daughter in the dream. And I ended up on this really high. I mean, it was like, um, like Mount, the highest mountain you can think of. Okay. It was just that high up. And it was like a hotel on the top 
of this mountain. I never did understand the hotel, but that's the way it has. So this is where this witch had taken my daughter, okay? Almost kind of like what you think of when um, when Satan came to Jesus, Yeshua, and then took him up on a high place. Now that I think about it, okay? Oh, and so um, I found my daughter and I was livid, okay? I was so mad because now you're messing with the fruit of my womb, okay? This is the daughter that God promised me, okay? I went through stuff when I got pregnant with her. So you are not about to take my child. So anyway, I ended up um, grabbing my daughter and I found this witch. I grabbed the witch and I literally, I choked the, the death. I choked her to death. And then when I was done with her, I threw her off the mountain, okay? When I woke up from that dream, I knew that God was telling me, you need to pray. I got up. I grabbed my tambourine. I put on some worship music. I know everybody in that apartment building at the time probably thought I had lost my mind. I was stomping the ground. I was shooting my tambourine, praying and prophesying and decreeing the word of God over my daughter. And let me tell you what happened. After that, the spirit of witchcraft broke off of my daughter. It literally Nice. Off of her, and I saw her beginning to like come back to the Lord. Now she's been out in the world. Now you know she she kind of gone a little straight again. But I'm saying when she was with me, but I saw that that spirit had broke. I saw like a, I started to see a difference in her. I didn't see the gothic stuff. She started to change slowly, coming out of all of that gothic stuff. And so I continued, of course, to pray over her, to anoint her, things of that nature. But I saw there was no way I was going to allow that spirit to overtake and destroy the child that God had promised. So I had to go into some heavy warfare. This is your family, whether it's you, Brother Bob, whether it's you, Brother Greg, Kevin, you know, uh, the other brother, Bob, Bob and Bob. Whoever it is that's listening out there, if you know that the enemy is after your family, look, God has given us that authority, okay? He says that we should do what? Even greater works than he did. And so you got to believe that we serve a supernatural God and we got to take him out the box. If he can split a Red Sea, guess what? He can split your children. So brother Bob, go after what you know belongs to you, your family. I will definitely be in agreement with you and I will be in agreement with anybody else here that is in agreement for the salvation of their children because I'm still believing for my daughter now that she's been back out in the world. She went into the military also and then she kind of got a little loopy and crazy and she's involved with some other stuff. But you know what? I guarantee you before that trumpet sounds, she's coming back to the Lord. If I have anything to do with it, as long as I have breath in my body, the enemy will not steal the fruit of my womb or my family in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Strong Lior comes through once Hallelujah. again. <laughs> she always does. She always She's quiet, quiet, and all of a sudden, wham! She just brings it. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory I love it. To God. Well, well, so with that being said, maybe we should do a few questions. I got a question here for Leora. Oh, oh, oh good. That, Put them up. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, Leora, what is the update with that TV show you were working with on with Vanessa? Okay. Hey, Eric. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for that question. Uh, the only thing I do know about that, I know I was supposed to be in episode two, I think it was, and that has not happened. 
So I don't know, you know, what the progress of that is, but um, I'm, I'm assuming that they are starting to shoot episode two or they're going to be shooting episode two. I do know that David kind of goes off with like donations, just like a lot of the, you know, smaller TV shows or movies and stuff. They kind of depend on people's, you know, donations. So I bless um, The Last Evangelist, if that's what you're talking about, which I think you are. Um, that's the only thing I know. I haven't really had too much of an update. Last time I saw David, I was doing an armed security service for him for a conference for his church in Kentucky, I think that was, Tennessee. So um, they're still working on The Last Evangelist, and um, I'm pretty sure there's, I think there's a total of six episodes, and I'm pretty sure because this is of God, you know, it's going to go forth. Hmm. Very good. Okay. Here's, a, here's another one. Uh, that was good. I didn't know. So here, it, it, isn't it a prophecy for jobs to close down and people to be out of a job? I think mm -hmm. that's encompassed in the uh, Black Horse Rider. The what third, do you think? Third seal, yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds third seal-ish where it, it talks about people uh, you know, paying a full day's wage for basically a, a, a bread, I mean, some a meal. And I mean, when you consider like People like not having jobs and getting basically a, a, a meaningless or just barely uh, barely some sustenance in terms of of uh, money in order to be able just to eat. It sounds like those jobs are not the greatest. So it it seems like maybe the the government has to like subsidize people and then give them menial jobs to basically get something really small i mean listen we, we we've talked about the when the rapture happens that i mean consider the economic implications of that and the fallout that occurs from that is going to be quite catastrophic especially in the united states so you got to think that you're talking about i mean a lot of jobs that are in the united states are like service jobs um you know, jobs that, that, that basically are people having jobs because there are other people around. You take out a whole bunch of people, and then what we believe also is the children. You don't have a lot. I mean, the United States is built on capitalism, consumerism. You don't have people buying things. I mean, look what's happened in, in these uh, urban centers where people shut down. Uh, and then people also moved away, those businesses went out of business because there was nobody. I mean, Greg, you can probably attest to like what happened in some of the bigger cities like in New York uh, area and so forth. A lot of small businesses just could, they didn't have any customers anymore and they had no way to pay bills. So you talk about a rapture situation, you got a lot of consumers that are leaving and you also have a lot of taxpayers who are leaving as well. So, yeah, there's going to be some economic hardships. So I agree with you, Bob. That's the first thing I thought of as well when I saw that question in yeah, chat. Because I, so I linked it to Third Seal. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, this over for everybody. Have anybody here have a marriage supper of the Lamb vision or dreams? Mm -hmm. That I would figure it would be Leora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to share one? Mm. Oh my goodness! Okay. Maybe a quick, a 
quick excerpt or some uh, detail? Are you going to talk about food now? I mean, really? <laughs> uh, let's see. I I got to think about it. I know I've had a few. Uh, You're going to talk uh, about lobster and crab and. and <laughs> <laughs> While you're thinking about okay. that, I'll, I'll well, do a question. We'll come back. Okay, yeah, think about about real the, quick. Think about what if the a theme. person believes we have until 2024 before the rapture happens? What if they you know, It doesn't matter what time you believe the rapture is going to happen. When it happens, you're gone. <laughs> you have the indwelling Holy Spirit within you, all right? The Bible says the Spirit returns to God, okay? So when the Holy Spirit returns to God with the body of Christ, you're raptured out of here forcefully, all right? And whenever it takes place, okay, it's going to happen, and it doesn't yeah. matter if it's going to be 2024. I think we're seeing a good setup for 2023 this spring. Okay. But yeah, I think that, Bob, I think that if a person believes the rapture is going to happen in 2024, it's that person believes that the rapture is going to happen sooner than like 99% of the people on this in this earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because about 90, 80% of those believe, don't believe in a rapture. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other 1% believes in, in some post, post-trip. post It sounds like there's a second part to this question, though. I mean, he's, it sounds like he's asking, what what should I say to this person that he knows? Well, I mean, uh, uh, you know. Don't make so, it contentious. I mean, you know, like, if you think it's going to happen sooner, I suppose you can lay out your case. But, I mean, have a nice, friendly conversation about it. I don't think it's anything to, like, you know, get – worked up about that someone believes that the rapture is going to happen in 2024. Well, I believe it's going to be in 2023 and it must be in 2023. Well, what happens when January 1st, 2024 rolls around? How are you going to look? No, I think you just, you know, lay your case out. Why? I mean, but then again, also be humble too. You don't, anybody who says that it's going to happen in 2023, sorry, you don't know for a fact that it is. I, I mean, unless Greg or Bob, you guys, got an epiphany somehow that you you know what day the rapture is, but all I know is that it's going to be on the day of the rapture. Well, if I'll tell you what, if I ever get an epiphany about when the rapture is going to be, it's probably more of a reason not to believe me. <laughs> well, if you ever say that you did, then I'm definitely not going to believe you. You're right. But here's a good verse. Yeah, do all things without murmurings and disputings. Exactly. Have a fun okay. conversation about it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think I'll just go into it humble. I mean, you don't, you don't know when the rapture is going to be. So, so how's it going, Lior? Want to take My this brain is, is slowly kind of like ready for a sleep mode, but I will tell you this. So <laughs> the one that I can remember um, is and probably like a couple of years ago where um, I was in this humongous hotel, beautiful, beautiful hotel. Okay. Just absolutely everything about it was exquisite and beautiful. And we were inside this really big room. It was me and it was a lot of women and it was a lot of men. The men were dressed in um, tuxedos and then all of the women were dressed in different dresses. I had like this white, beautiful dress on with um, like silvery, uh, sparkly diamonds and all that girly stuff. Okay. And um, I remember that we were all waiting because we were literally getting ready to go into the wedding feast of the lamp. I knew that. And then it was like, we were just all conversating. We were happy. We were joyous. And then it's like, all of a sudden it was like, boom, it was time to go. And then another dream real quick is um, I just remember being in heaven 
and I could literally see like all of these tables. Again, I could see gold and purple and different colors. The tables were set and the atmosphere was just beautiful. It was very peaceful and everybody was in different uh, attire as well. So those are the two that I can remember for right now. Awesome. Yeah. This is a book I'm reading, by the way. The Messenger by Tom Horn. Oh, okay. It's a, you know what it's about? It's about Apophis. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. About Apophis. Good old yeah. Apophis. Yeah, so. Um, coming this way. Uh, yeah, coming, coming to an earth near you in 2020. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, why don't we let Kevin answer his next question then on that note? Do, do the destruction of the flood because of the genetic alteration? Do you feel revelation may be altering genetics again for the rapture to begin, which, of course, ushers in a, an Apophis-type scenario? So. Well, there is this iron mixed with clay type thing, and it says in the days of Noah, right? And uh, we do know that Noah and his family were saved because they were pure in their generations, and they were the only ones apparently who were. And you're talking about cattle. Uh, you're talking about children, all, all, all destroyed in the flood. So, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely see a similarity there. And we can see that the elites of this, of this world are pushing towards transhumanism. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, I see absolute similarities there. Um, it can only go so far, otherwise no flesh would be saved. So we're, we're on the cusp. I mean, there's not much time left because, I mean, you've got to think how quickly things are going to get rolled out. And the fact that they're starting to implant chips in, in utero now, uh, you're talking about, a, 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 you know, a, a, a cyborgs all over the place in like 10, 20 years. So, yeah, I just I, I just don't see I can't imagine. I mean, you always have holdouts, but I mean, I just can't I, I can't see it going much longer. And I do see a lot of parallels there. And that's not mentioning the human hybrids and, you know, other yeah. things that are being created and have been created. Oh, the chimeras. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the there's so much I could say here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. You think about the robots and stuff they're doing right yeah. now. AJ, you yeah. can't. They, they, you don't know if they're male or female. They could design like a male or female, mm-hmm. so that kind of goes with that whole narrative they're trying to push here right now, too. Mm-hmm. I would save this question here for Greg. He was talking about his CCDC class, whatever he was in. It says, "What kind of prophecy teaching are they getting in a Catholic school?" Oh, I went to a Catholic school. I never saw one. Not one. Not one. And. uh some, I believe, are even teaching that revelation already happened already. I think that's in some parishes. Ooh. I can't speak for, you know. I'm enjoying eternity. I don't know about you, Greg, but the yeah. new heaven and new earth is really, uh, you know, wearing really well on me now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's sad. It's sad. Um, that's the thing is, though, that they've been deceived. And then when, when things start to happen and signs start to take place and stuff, since they already believe it already happened, then it's not relevant to them anymore. And then they, they're going to be those people that Jesus talked about, which is if you knew when your house was going to get broken in, you would have been watching it. Right. I, you know, I, I was a Catholic, like I said, for 28 years. And when I got introduced to really reading the Bible, especially the book of Revelation, I was like, ooh, ooh man, I got into that, man. The Lord's like, I need you over here right now. Uh, I need you here. I need you in the book of Daniel. I need you in the book of Isaiah and Jeremiah. Okay, I need you in these books right now. 
Okay, yeah, those are all. Up. And you're like, those are so old. They talk about yeah. things that they're like, no, 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 no. It's like half of it is about what happened before, but yeah. half of it's like what's going to happen in the future. And you're like, wow. And then you start getting your mind blown. You're like, wait a minute. There's all like all these prophets wrote about stuff that still haven't hasn't happened yet. And you're like, yeah. And you're like, Daniel, for example. I mean, almost everything that you wrote there toward the end has not happened yet. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty amazing when you, when you think about how old that is. And yet mm-hmm. it still has to be fulfilled. And you, then you can see it lining up to be fulfilled. And you're like, that's when you start getting blown away. Because look at the Lutheran church. The book of Revelation didn't even exist. Let's be honest. I mean, it wasn't there. I mean, it, I think they are trying to keep us away from anything pertaining to prophecy. Yeah, yeah they are, I think that is their goal to, mm-hmm. to divert our attention away from that right. entirely. So you just speaking of, speaking of prophecy, David Chow here, our guest on. Oh, hey, David. He says, "Is cashless society coming before the rapture?" I think it is. Because the digital system is a cashless deal. And I think, and I believe, they're going to have the scene rocking and rolling before the rapture. And we're going to see some of the persecution of it. Okay, we're going to fight this thing. Okay, we're not going to get out of here. We're not going to make it out of here without a hangnail, okay? I think we're going to, the, the, the battle we're, we've been restraining, and now this thing's really picking up steam. And our restraint now is we're really going to be. Uh, we're going to be really worn out <laughs> by the time we get out of here. Okay. Wearing and out the seats. Yeah. And like I said before, Kevin, um, it's rapture as the rapture is a heart puzzle removed all the way forcefully before something really bad happens. Yeah. Right. So right now, right now, and they're, they're bringing in this thing and they're, they're, they're testing it. And I've seen a lot more narratives with it now. And I see a lot more uh, mechanisms getting put in place for it now. So I think they're go- I think it's going to be a major move with this whole digital currency thing coming this year. And the fact the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, half of the half of the world is a gold backed currency, and the other half of the world is a digital currency backed uh, currency. Mm-hmm. You know, and guess which part of the world, Kevin, is digital currency backed? The Western nations. Exactly. <laughs> we all know what happens to the Western nations. When those trumpets start going off. Yeah, destruction. Mm-hmm. Sudden destruction. That's right. Comes upon That's them like a woman in labor. Say, so will the blockchain... Oh, here's a, very much of I answered already. Will the blockchain be released this year moments away from the tribulation? Yeah, I can see it being released this year. The, the Fed the Fed coin? Yeah, the uh, the, US, the USD CDC the USDC coin. coin, man. Yeah. They're they're already getting rid of tether and all stuff like that, and you know, hey, put put your secure money over here, right? You know? Yes, and they're starting to give interest now. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah, they're starting to give get interest, so they want you to take your money out of your bank, the physical dollars, convert it to USDC, so that you can gain interest on it. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah, that no, sounds like a good scheme. I, I put a thousand dollars in there. Why is it only worth a hundred bucks now? <laughs> Where'd it go? <laughs> yeah, that is. Cool. I would rather keep my fiat for now. I think. Uh, I, I, I just now look. Look at all this money is 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 going to burn regardless. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, we're not here to to make investment advice. 
Uh, the only investment advice I think we have is invest in Jesus. Oh, <laughs> invest that. in the faith in Jesus. Nice. And it, you know, that, 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 that's the best investment because that pays off for eternity. Mm-hmm. It says here, Stephen says, is there a type of, is there a type of every earthly animal in heaven? I saw Bob Berber's recent video where they said, where he said, where I said, that there could be elk and zebra there. I absolutely believe it. Yeah. Okay. I've I've seen enough people's uh um you know trips to heaven, near death experiences where they see these animals there. And uh the Bible talks about, you know, of course already you have horses there. Okay, right away, you know. So yeah, my guess definitely um there are animals there, and I hope there are animals there because I like dogs. Well, I see is that there are more animals going to yeah. be created than what than what's ever been created before? Because there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, and everything is going to be new. So I think yes, there there's going to be, you know, very similarities to things that we had before. But I also think there's going to be new animals we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. No, no, I was just saying that I've seen animals in heaven. So there are animals there, and your animals uh, that have passed are all there as well. Nice. Praise the Lord. I was thinking to myself that they, they, they have, you know, I don't know if they stay go up to heaven or they go to the center of the earth, you know, but I would think to myself, I, you know, these animals were the ones I raised, I took care of, mm-hmm. I loved, they loved me back. Yeah. I know our Heavenly Father loves us. And, you know, and here I am thinking, the Bible says, my eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered the hearts of men of those who love me, what I have prepared for them in heaven. You know, and here I'm thinking, okay, my dogs are in heaven. All Mm -hmm. of them. There's quite a few of them. Okay. And they're all talking like humans to you. And they, okay, I was just about to say that before you said it. And that's the thing, because I've seen my animals that have passed and when I was little in heaven. And they, um, you know, they, they, I don't know how they talk, but they. Can. Well, I hope that they talk more than they bark. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like it's kind of like with um, the Lord in heaven or like an angel when you're there. It's like they know what you're thinking. You know what they're thinking. Um, it's, like it's like spirit to spirit, huh? Like telepathy, you can uh, yeah. communicate with them. Yeah, you know it's funny. Like telepathy is like wait, you know, if you people all oh, telepathy, we don't do that. That's all foreign to me. How about the last time you had a dream? We had a conversation with someone. You heard them. Mm-hmm. Okay, if that was an audible voice, my wife and I would not be able to sleep because our our heads be going off like radios. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't hear sounds or nothing. Okay, mm-hmm. you're you're communicating through telepathy, and and that not that might not be it, but that's the best thing I can give you. That basically we we can like Leora said. We can communicate through thought, but it looks like we're talking to each other. Maybe okay, if they do bark or meow or something like that, you'll actually be able to understand it. I told you, right now it's just, ruff, ruff, ruff. and then There's but nobody maybe else you'll side. hear, "Hey, I liked being with you, and I'm so glad that we're here together again." You're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I just think that heaven is going to be amazing, and we just don't, we can't even imagine what. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe no the will, will, will help us with our with our yard work. No one has seen. Something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No mind. I can't wait. Oh, mm-hmm. It's going to be incredible, and it could be this year. Could <sighs> be I, I think. I, I think uh, my high watch. It's really for the feast days, for the spring feast days. Mm-hmm. Probably looking like towards that. Yeah. 
But sure. really, but ultimately, though, that or watch watch how the the war is ramping up. Exactly. Because as soon as that nuke goes off, the first one, I don't care if it's a tactical nuke on a battlefield. Kevin, did they break that seal? Yeah, the door opens. There's be another one coming. That's that 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 is the breaking of the seal. The second seal, the red horse rider takes peace from the earth. As I always said, when that first nuke goes off, whether it's like a big one or a tactical, it doesn't matter. It'll be all over the news. And I just did a video of a woman who had a dream about that, that she saw that World War Three broke out across her TV screen, knocked her mm-hmm. off her chair. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to her, appeared to her, and said, "It's time to go." Okay, and I've had dreams like that. I think we all have had dreams like that. So if you're watching, Jesus said, you know, you hear of wars and rumors of wars, but do not let these things trouble you because it's not for you. Yeah, the, the darkness that's coming on this world and that war, it's not coming for us. It's coming for them. Everybody right. that won't believe. They refuse. That's why to we're not supposed to be afraid and and right. um, yeah and uh, and not not worry about that exactly because otherwise he would have told us to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good it's a good point. Really good point. I think a lot right. of people overlook that uh, when he goes through his dissertation about what the end of the age is. He's 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 not telling us to be afraid of anything. Nope. If you if you ever had a nuclear bomb go off and, and if you get hit with a flash. I would say it would probably feel like walking out onto your back porch on a hot summer day mm. when that warm wind hits you. You're like, that's the last thing you me. remember of your mortal body. Yeah. It'll be so fast you won't be able to feel it. Like, it was like, whoa, is that a you won't even remember. Like the hot wind? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Here I am in heaven. Here this I am. I've been resurrected first. Yeah. No, you're not going to remember it. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I, I agree with you. When you had your video, what was it? I think it was the, the one before this last one. Mm-hmm. You were just like, I just. I think I just rather. No, maybe it was this one that you did today. You said mm-hmm. I'd rather just go on the blast. Oh you know, yeah. If you're gonna have it, just make sure that it's. I don't know. Maybe it was your last. It was the last video, and you're like, if it's if it's gonna happen, ha- make it happen close at least, Lord. You know, if you're not gonna take me out of here before that, just put it right next door to me. Oh yeah, it's a better thing. <laughs> yeah, you won't, mean, you won't feel nothing because so fast you won't feel anything. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So right. I think well, uh, what do you think, Greg? Cool. We got uh, nine seconds. <laughs> nine seconds. Oh, who's exactly, who's going to yeah. answer the next last question? Nine <laughs> seconds. Uh, I think. Oh, yeah. I think. Uh, didn't we do this one already? Yeah, the animal there. Yeah. yeah we did. No, you want to do a, a, another one? Oh, he wants to go uptime overtime. All right, let's do do one we could do real quick. Yeah. Oh, Will there easy. be dispensations on the new earth? Interesting. Why would there be? What, what, other, what dispensation, dispensation could there be? Yeah, yeah because I, there's only one God. It's the everlasting It's eternity. I mean, what, what is done. there left? I, 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 I would say the answer to that is no. The no. Bible doesn't talk about anything after that. It, uh, it, it says that Forever and ever, basically. So That's right. I don't see any kind of segmentation going on there. There's no real conflict to have a dispensation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing needs to get There's resolved. No right. Yeah. Everything gets resolved at that point. There's no conflict. That's a great point. There's no conflict. There's no oh, conflict. That's no conflict. I had one there. Oh, where'd you go? I love yeah. it. That's so good. <laughs> Bob, are you still doing the Rapture Resurrection report? 
Yes, I am. I just have not been led <laughs> to do anything up until recently over the last week. As soon as I went on vacation, my mind started resting, and then everything started coming to me. Um, the next one I have coming out, basically, I'm going to tear the uh, the prophecy. It's a Catholic prophecies of uh, Garen Bendel, and I'm basically basically going to be ripping that whole prophecy a new one. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> well, <that's, yeah. laughs> sounds like that. <laughs> there's a follow-up to that question. I, will, there, will there be different different periods of time on the new earth? No, I, I don't believe so. I believe the Bible talks about eternity and just that, that, that there's no different periods of time there. Um, I, I just don't I don't see why there would need to be. I, I just nope. I, I see it going I'm with forever. you on that, Kevin. Yeah. I'm with you that I'm with you on that one. All right. I think we should close it out here. Everyone, thank you so much for coming on. Leora, Sister Leora, thank you for your thank you. Uh, your energy. Oh, thank you. uh, yeah, your uh, prayers. And, uh, your energy, I love it. Yeah, love it. All right, <laughs> awesome. And uh, we'll see everyone, Lord willing, next week. Otherwise, we'll see you in the air, right? Amen. Amen. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen.